there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night, an Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. My name is Cortland, and with me today is a lighthouse operator, Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? Hey, Cortland. Don't crash your ships near me. Dude, <laughs> when they Keep fire your ships you, away. When they fire you, are you going to kiss that key and just throw it into the ocean? That was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. If I can't yeah. have it, nobody no can. I hope your ships crash. Matter of fact, I'm going to run back in. I'm going to turn on the light and shine it in your eyes as you're driving the ships. <laughs> and you're going to be like, I'm blind, and crash it right into the rocks. Oh my goodness. You're such then a... see. God. There's a word for you. It's a bad one. Okay. Is that like the lighthouse man equivalent of going postal? Yes, definitely. All right. So how are you doing this week, Brandon? How is it going? Doing all right. That's good. Did you have a good week? Um. Yeah, it's fine. It was it was an adequate week. Yeah, that's good. Me too. I didn't do anything interesting at all, but you know what? That's okay. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Brandon? There's what? an there's an app uh called Two. There's an app for Have that. Have I told you about that? Two B. Yeah. To is this a Shakespeare related app? No, it isn't. It's an app where like it just has so many movies on it for free. Oh. If they want to sponsor a podcast, that'd be great. But. <laughs> Like I was oh, looking I at it yesterday. Tubi? I know, Tubi is great. I was looking at it yesterday, and they have so many movies that I want to see on it. It has it follows on there. I've been wanting to see that forever, and I can never find a way to watch it. But like, there you go. You know how Tubi. like annoying it is when you go on um like Netflix or something, and you just like oh, I don't know what to watch because you're just sitting there, and then you and then an hour's gone by, and you're like, well, I guess I just don't watch anything. Yep, my wife hates it. Oh yeah, I know, right? It's kind of like doing that, except I've seen so many things that I wanted to watch, but like they're all horror movies, so my wife doesn't want to watch them with me. And <sighs> it's great though; like, I recommend uh, checking it out because uh, it looks pretty cool. Well, I'll have to see if it works here in Australia. Oh yeah, right. I don't know if, if it there's... doesn't. They definitely can't sponsor our podcast. Well, I mean, they could sponsor half of it. Hello. <laughs> Um, I don't know if there's like commercials that play or not, but uh, I I can't wait. I'm looking forward to watching some movies on it. It's kind of like Shudder, except it has a bigger selection of horror movies somehow. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. That's not a ringing endorsement for Shudder. Nah, I haven't actually watched Shudder in a while. Dude, I've seen that they had some uh, horror anthology shows that I've never heard of before on there too. One was called like Chiller, and another one was some... I don't remember British show, but like there's so many horror anthology shows out there. It's crazy. You can't see it, but my eyebrows are raised. Is it because you've never heard of them either and you're interested? It's because I love horror anthology shows and hearing there's new ones out there is exciting. Well, they weren't new. It was from like 1995, but new just, to me, man. I know. I know. I'm like addicted to horror anthology shows like uh shutter has creep show and that just got another season so there's new episodes of that but i haven't watched the first season yet so you know like horror is just the perfect genre for an anthology it really is yeah anthologies and short stories like it's hard to keep up the spooks in a long format so it really is short short little uh stories are real nice yeah, even some of Stephen King's bests are his short stories. And Definitely. then they get turned into shitty movies. Like <laughs> uh, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> yeah. Stephen King from the 80s looks so weird. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> he's so weird looking. <laughs> he's, kind of, he's kind of a little goblin looking man. <laughs> Okay, that's a lot of Stephen King bashing. <laughs> Is it? No, it's never enough. I have to look at a picture of him from his Maximum Overdrive, like, I just directed this crazy movie. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine-filled, manic, goblin oh energy. He's so funny. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I can't just look up Stephen King Maximum. No, there he is. He's kind of cute, a little goblin. <laughs> Does He's he got, have like... the giant glasses? No, he doesn't have any glasses. Because oh, I always picture him with giant glasses. One of his eyes is looking in a different way, though. He's kind of cute. He's got a little beard. <laughs> He's got 
<laughs> goblins can be cute. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. How do I change? I just want to send you this picture. He's, <laughs> he looks like a normal person, kind of. Send it to me. I can't believe it. How? Oh, I guess I could just take a picture. It's like him standing in front of like the eyes of one of the trucks. The the goblin truck. Oh my god. It's like, this is my baby. <laughs> I want a truck that represents me. <laughs> okay, I said to do it. Oh, I don't know. Fucking Stephen King. <laughs> All right, this has gotten way too off course. We can't talk about Goblin Stephen King anymore. <laughs> Even though we bring him up all the time. All right, Brandon, are you ready to get into this episode of Are You Afraid of That Arc? I am. All right. Well, we just got done watching the tale of the Dance Macabre. What did you think of this episode, Brandon? It's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, we've been pretty on point with our assumptions, haven't we? Yeah, we're fucking awesome at this. We are such grown men. It's like we have a comic book that tells us what's going to happen next. I, You know what? I'm going to say I didn't think that was going to come back up, but I did. <laughs> yeah. That seems why. like a handy tool to have. Yeah, if I had a comic book that told me the future, I would be like, all right, flip the page. What's next? It would just be pages and pages of you reading a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> did you get, like, did you get bored a little bit in this episode? Uh, it did drag a little bit, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll probably figure it out when I start reading these notes, but there was something that just kind of was like, alright, I get it. Well, it's just the characters spend a lot of time just, like, thinking things are fine, so it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, kids hanging out. Which is what it, we expected it to be. Yeah, case, I mean, you wanted so. that fake out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what, uh, if I had a issue with this episode, it would be mm. that it uh, it really pushes front and center with the Luke and Hannah relationship. Oh, you know what? That might be what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that I think it drags. Do you want to just let's just talk about it. How about that? OK. All right. Our episode starts up with Connor running through the woods. He trips on a tree root or whatever falls. His backpack flies away. He rolls down a little hill, and he gets up, and he's looking around, and he's yelling, I know you're out there, I'm not afraid of you, because he gets grabbed by the Shadow Man, just like in the beginning of the first Seen episode. Seen it. I feel like every episode has started with kids running in the woods. I think it's almost always specifically Connor, right? Dude just loves the woods. <laughs> so, um, this is kind of weird. I just got a, a pop-up achievement uh, on my computer that said that i burned a piece of food and then i realized that lance is playing sea of thieves in the other room (laughs) apparently my computer notifies me when an when my xbox gets an achievement that's weird that is weird it's like it was just like congratulations you burned a piece of food and i was like what (laughs) did i leave my toaster on (laughs) i'm getting i'm getting hacked (laughs) Yeah, I think that it's always Connor, too, isn't he? He's just always in the woods. Or stealing stuff. No, he was stealing stuff the last episode. Yeah. This time we get some more information, though, because I guess. Because Connor wakes up and we hear a little girl say hello. And he looks around in the darkness saying, I can't see you, who are you? And the little girl from Sardo's story in the first episode takes a few steps towards Connor saying, I'm Zoe. And Connor asks what this place is and she says that they're in the dark house. Connor looks up to see some dilapidated spiral staircase, and then he asks Zoe what happened to him. Zoe tells Connor that he was taken by the Shadow Man, and they all were. And Connor looks around at just a bunch more kids that are just kind of like, not Zoe, so they don't talk. <laughs> yeah. She's so calm through all of this. Yeah, she's Like, I get that shit. she's probably been there a while, but she's just like, you're in the Shadow Dimension, bruh. <laughs> Pretty much, Yeah. <laughs> Some time passes and Connor is sitting on the floor with all the other kids and he asks if they're dead. Zoe tells him that she don't know. And then Connor asks how long that they've been there. Zoe sadly says none of them can remember and the longer that you're in the dark house, the more things you forget. 
Connor looks past Zoe at a boy sitting down and he says, Hey, I know you. You're that missing kid. I recognize you from all the old posters by the marina. We pan over to another kid and Connor says, And you? You went camping in the woods with your family. Two days later, you vanished. Everyone thought you ran away. Zoe asks how he knew all that and Connor then says that uh, I was looking into the curse. I googled you guys. You've all been missing for years. Zoe asks, what is a Google? And Connor brushes his hair back in disbelief, saying that you've been in here, you've been in this dark for too long. Okay, when when did this whole curse business start? Nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. When did Google start? I don't know. Probably like the seventies or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. Say, I'm gonna look. You can look. I'm gonna, I'm say gonna ask the Google when it was birthed. <laughs> Google, when, did when Google were you? Come out, sure. 1998. Okay, so I mean, Zoe must have been one of the first ones taken. She was probably like, is that some sort of Ask Jeeves clone? <laughs> I Alta visited you guys and found out you were all missing. So he's Googled all these kids. They've all been missing for years. And uh, Zoe tells him that's how the legend goes. Once you get into the haunted woods, you're cursed. The Shadow Man can only come for you at night, but when he finally gets you, you belong to the dark forever. Unless the curse is broken. And we look over at Connor and he hears someone call out, Found it! We cut outside the lighthouse and pan over to the house where the lights are on and we see the moment where Luke and Seth find the book in the floorboard. And Jay gets attacked by the Shadow Man. It's pretty much just the last episode again. Yeah. We cut back over to Zoe who hears the kids in the house and Connor stands up saying that it's Luke and he starts banging on the door calling for help. Inside the house, we see the events from the last episode where Luke starts opening up and using the Book of Shadows. Back in Purgatory, Connor yells, Guys, this is it. These are my friends. And he bangs some more on the door, and then we cut back to the gang inside, trying to drive away all the harm and fear, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we get to see Gabby get her phone call from her mom, and it's just... Yep. Um, it's that again. Luke finishes the spell in the book, and the inside of the dark house starts shaking a bunch. And Zoe asks, What's happening? Connor starts to get stomach pains and falls to the ground yelling, What's happening to me? And his face gets overrun by shadows, and we cut back outside to see that sonic boom from the lighthouse. We zip over to Connor outside, and he gasps awake and starts coughing a bunch, but he's outside the lighthouse, and it's morning, and he crawls over to the house and opens the door where all of his friends see him. Luke gives him a hug, followed by everybody else, and then Luke gives him another hug. And the can pans over to show us the outside, and we see that Connor is still trapped in the dark house, and he's screaming, no, that's not me, I'm still in here. What's going on? And then we get our intro. What's going on? Madness, Brandon. Yeah, so, I mean, like, we kind of already knew that it wasn't Connor, but I like the backstory, I guess. I mean, it it was neat to see, but, and I'll probably get into this later, I would have preferred none of this. Well, I like being able to see, like, oh, all the kids are just trapped in a lighthouse, you know? Like, that was, that was kind of yes. like a behind-the-scenes <laughs> prison. I do love a peek into the Black Lodge. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you gotta remember it's a kid's show, so they kind of... I, I think they kind of needed to explain it for the kids. Not for the 32-year-old adults that know better. I don't know any better. Well, then you're a child. Back in the episode, Hannah is flashing a light in fake Connor's face. And then, he's, uh, and then says that his pupils are dilated. And Luke asks how she can tell, and she says because his pupils are dilated? And Seth pipes up saying, not good. Gammy hurt her kidney when she got dilated. Gabby shakes her head, and Hannah tells him that that's dialysis, and says, look here. See the, part of the, see the black part of his eyes? And she flashes a light in Connor's eyes again, saying, those are supposed to get smaller when light shines into them. But his are getting bigger. Gabby asks what that means, and we look at Jay, who's on his phone, and he says that he's either got a brain injury or a seizure, or it could be acute food poisoning. Luke asks what he's looking at. He says, phone doctor, and Gabby says that ain't helpful. He tells the gang this baby has access to over 27 doctors across the nation, but Gabby grabs it saying that he needs a real doctor, not an app or Hannah, and they gotta take him to the hospital. Gabby then asks Connor if he's okay, and they're gonna get some help. Luke mentions that he talked earlier, and Hannah's all... He hasn't even blinked since then. Seth then says, I'm telling you, he looks like Gammy when she got dilapidated. That's pretty good. Uh, the kids yeah, think... I liked that. <laughs> the kids think that he's been in the dark so long that he's in shock or he can't see. So Jay goes in and gives him a wet willy, but Connor slaps his hand away and Jay says that he can see. So 
Shadow Man doesn't like, I mean, spoilers, it's a Shadow Man. He doesn't like <gasps> wet willies. Yeah. Luke tells Connor, hey, Connor, it's me, Luke. And Connor looks at him saying, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> and he looks around a little saying that we're in the light. And Luke tells him, yeah, we got you into the light. You're safe now. Connor asks how, and Luke says they they broke the curse and the Shadow Man's gone and they can go home now. We cut outside where Jay tells Hannah that he's getting pretty good at navigating these haunted woods. And maybe he'll get a flannel shirt and puffy vest to be the man in the wilderness. Hannah asks which way south is, and he points in a direction, and she tells him maybe to stick with comic books. We hear Gabby from behind them say, wait a minute, the Shadow Man's dead, so these woods aren't haunted anymore. Now we can meet here at midnight. How amazing would it be to tell stories around a real campfire? Oh, you're so right that this is going to end with them around that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seth asks how they don't know that there's other monsters out here, because his friend Jeremy's, Jeremy Sepowitz told him about a guy named the Bunny Man who lives under an old bridge, and every Halloween he comes out and hunts kids with a giant axe. Hannah asks if that's the kid that smells like maple syrup and eats paper. But Seth tells her, no, that's Jeremy K. I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the S, and he swears that the Bunny Man is real. Someone says he probably made it up, and Seth's all, well, you thought the Shadow Man wasn't real, and look how that turned out. Boom! Seth then asks if they can go look for him, and Jay says no, that he doesn't want to get chased by an axe murderer, and that Seth couldn't outrun it. Seth tells him that he'll just have to outrun Jay, and the girls giggle, and the whole time Connor's kind of walking around like he doesn't know what's going on. Luke stops him, asks him if he's okay, and Connor looks around and up at the sun, saying that he's fine, but a little weak. Then smiles, saying, come on dude, let's keep moving. Luke gives him a good stare down, and Connor turns around asking if everything's okay. Luke tells him, sure, let's go, and they walk through the woods. Yeah, Luke thinks something's suspicious, but not that much. (laughs) He thinks something's wrong, but later on in the episode, he's like, guys, don't talk about my Connor like that. You know, (laughs) I I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, they also said they should get him to a doctor, which I thought was a very good idea, and then uh, they don't. Yeah, they don't do that at all. (laughs) They're like, this dude really needs medical attention. I think something's seriously wrong. Well, anyway. Yeah, exactly. They have, like, conclusive evidence that he has, like, a concussion, at least. (laughs) Just, like, let's let him sleep. (laughs) I mean, at least start a GoFundMe to pay his medical bills. Nope, they don't do nothing. They don't do anything. Now we're back at Connor's house, and Luke apologizes for the mess, since they broke in and he went missing, and then again, and then again when they needed a place to hide, and his door broke when they were fighting the Shadow Man. And we look at that hole in the door again, and Luke says, oh, and that too. And Seth adds in that they also broke into his laptop. Connor slowly takes a seat at the table where he, where the Dream Phone board game is still set up. Luke tells him that they gotta go back home before their parents realize they're gone, and they'll see him at school? Connor doesn't respond, and Luke whispers that they should skip school to keep an eye on him, since it's obvious something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. J- Maybe they should take him to a doctor. Jay no. suggests that they take him to school so they can watch him and that people are already starting to ask questions. Luke says people will ask way more questions if he shows up acting like that. He's right there. <laughs> I know. It's just, like, just look at him. He's fucking stupid. <laughs> we look over at Connor, who's just staring at the kids, and then Jay says, yeah, I see your point. Jay suggests that they take shifts, and Hannah's all, what are we, babysitters? Which um, is funny because... You've got Marianne right there. <laughs> But anyway, Gabby says that she'll do it. Luke's all, you? You're okay with skipping school? Gabby looks over at Connor and says, like you said, there's more important things than school. Gabby has one condition, though. Since the PSATs are tomorrow, she wants one of them to swing by here and get her her book. That reminds Luke that that he has to return the book to Sardo, so he runs out of the room, and we cut over to the Magic Mansion with Sardo. We see Sardo taking stock of his books and shit when his phone rings. He picks it up saying, thank you for calling Sardo's Magic Mansion. This is Sardo, accent on the dough. How can I help you? And he immediately screams, what? Absolutely <laughs> not. We don't sell that here. This is a lawful business. And you, you got my name from whom? Vink? Hmm. So there we go. We got a little Vink. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, right? Oh, he says, uh, and this is a secure line? Okay, be at my shop in 20. Bring cash and come around the back. Thank you. And he slams the phone down, and then there's a knock on the door. Sardo calls out for the magic word, and Luke yells, let, let me in, Sardo. Sardo whispers, ugh, I hate that kid. And Luke walks inside. I love every time he says that he hates the kids. It's really nice, because you know that he doesn't hate the kids, and it's great. Sardo is fantastic in this episode. Yeah. He really 
perfectly rides the line between hating these kids, but actually, you know, not wanting them to die. Horrible yeah. deaths. It's really great. I think they did an excellent job with Sardo. Yeah. Sardo's all, the young lad lives to see another day. I figured you'd be a goner by now. Luke plops that book down saying, a deal's a deal, we're even. Sardo asks if Luke opened it and says no. Sardo then gives it a hug. Luke says he knows why Connor stole it. Sardo's all, why? Because he's awful? <laughs> nice one. And Luke says no. It was good. No, because it's what created the Shadow Man in the first place. The lighthouse keeper tried to cast a spell to save his daughter, but it backfired, and he became the Shadow Man. Sardo asks how he knew that, and Luke tells him, let's just say the seance worked. Let's just say I opened the book. (laughs) He doesn't say that, though. Luke starts to walk away, but Sardo asks if the ghost girl told him how to get rid of the Shadow Man. Luke nods, saying, yeah, she did, and we broke the curse last night. Sardo asks how, and Luke says that he'll tell him for $5,000. Sardo laughs a little, saying, well, in the end, it looks like we both got what we were looking for. Guess this means goodbye. Then he grabs a shrunken head from the counter, saying, 50 bucks for a shrunken head? Come on, I'm losing on the deal. Luke tells him, nah. So Sardo tells him that it was nice to meet him and offers his hand for a shake. Luke grabs it, and Sardo Sardo pulls him in, saying, promise me you didn't open the Book of Shadows. No good can come from that book. Only evil. Luke promises, saying that he has nothing to worry about, and he walks out of the store. Man. What does he gain from lying? Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing at all, really. <laughs> I didn't really understand that. Like, I, maybe he just, like, didn't want to feel embarrassed <laughs> from an adult yelling at him. I don't know. We cut over to Connor, who pulls the shades in his room. He looks around and into the mirror where we see his reflection. Is that of the Shadow Man. Oh, it was kind of like in Little Mermaid. I'm going to spoil Little Mermaid here. When Ursula turns into Vanessa and she looks into the... You've seen that movie. I know you did. Yeah. (laughs) She looks into the mirror and the boat and it's the Ursula reflection. And then the seagull's like, oh, God, it's Ursula. It's kind of like that, except nobody saw that it was Ursula. I'll be honest. If I, like, transformed into somebody else, I would think it was such a ripoff if when I looked in a mirror, I still saw myself. Like, What is the fucking point? Yeah, you're really right. I don't think the Shadow Man cares, though. <laughs> Look, I don't know what the Shadow Man does and doesn't care about. Well, maybe if you were the Shadow Man, you would. Are you the Shadow Wait, have you looked in a mirror recently, Brandon? I mean, it's been a good ten minutes. Oh my gosh, you're so vain. We cut over Wait, to... Keep in mind, we've been recording for <laughs> nearly <laughs> for half an hour. <laughs> we zip to school, where Luke is walking down the hall, and Jay runs up to him, saying that they got a problem. The glow dances tonight, and they forgot about it. Luke sighs saying, oh, I thought you I thought you had some bad news. But Jay tells him this is bad. We're the only two guys without dates. Our lives are over, and we might as well just gotten taken by the Shadow Man. Luke tells him to calm down, and they still have time to get the dates. Then they do some silly banter about Hannah wanting to go out with Luke, and it basically ends with Luke telling him to find a girl and ask her to the dance. And he looks down the hall to see Tony Silver. And he walks up to her. Oh, yeah. he, bump, he bumps into her saying, hey, Tony, didn't see you there. He talks about how they've known each other since second grade, and Tony's all, what's your name again? And then Miss Schaffner yells at him from across the hallway, and the bell rings. And now we're in the gym, and it's just Jane Schaffner, and she's all, well, you see the problem here? You were in charge of decorating for the dance, but the dance is in a few hours, and I see no decorations. Where's my stars? <laughs> what have you been doing all week? She's great. Jeez. It's all on this one kid. Yeah. This one know. kid who's like had detention or whatever like isn't there a committee dude i okay so i rewatched the first episode because i do um you know live watch parties every wednesday on instagram mm-hmm. 8 p.m eastern so you know join and have some fun we watched um the first episode of this mini series and there's already some decorations up for the glow dance in the first episode so okay, like so jake not on down <laughs> he's actively yeah. making it worse yeah, but they're like, it had stars and stuff on there. I don't know. There's, uh, whatever. He mumbles out a few words and she yells at him to get started with his decorations or he can explain to the whole school why they won't be having a dance. You can do it from detention. She hands him a, a crate saying that he can start with these. They're streamers. She walks away yelling. She wants to see more paper stars. Twinkle, twinkle, stars. Gosh. So good. It's too it's much great. work and not enough time. And one kid. <laughs> I don't know what she expects. And that gym is like four stories tall. 
and he's got to yes, hang streamers yeah. from it. He's got to get a cherry picker to, <laughs> to hang the streamers from the ceiling, yeah. Ridiculous. We got to class where Luke is staring at Hannah as some girl is giving a presentation about fucking potatoes that everybody claps for. <laughs> I don't. I I hated this part. Uh, I'm just gonna say, the teacher then calls on Luke to come up and present his project, and Luke's like, "Oh yeah." Uh, and the teacher's all like, "This is counting for ten percent of your grade. Do you have something to show us?" And Luke looks at Hannah, who says that she'll go. And then she and Luke worked on the project together. The teacher's all, "This wasn't a group project, but Hannah says that they wanted to do something that required two people. It's like what you always said: teamwork divides the task and multiplies the success." And the camera looks over at a poster that says exactly that, and the teacher can't argue with logic, so the kids stand up and start giving their project, which is on, and she looks at, uh, I have, she looks at Ava asking to borrow her potato, but I don't know if that character's name is Ava, so. It also does not matter at all. Nah, she looks around at that girl with the potato and asks her to borrow it. She (laughs) snatches that shit saying how Luke is going to grab some wires for the project. Uh, the teacher asks what the hell is going on, and Hannah's all, oh, you'll see. Hannah says that they're going to make a light bulb out of a potato. <laughs> and Luke can't believe that shit for some reason, even though everybody knows about potato lamps. <laughs> Seriously. That's my main... I have a problem with these kids. They're just kind of stupid. Um, Like, they're smart in the right ways. But when it comes to, like, lights and stuff, I just, When like, it comes to potato lamps, they just don't know anything. Like, you learn about potato lamps in, like, kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. This isn't, like, a revelation for sophomores at high school, you know? No. It's a terrible <sighs> project. Just... The whole, like, them coming to conclusions in, in these episodes, it's just like, <gasps> the light kills the shadow, man! Like, dude, you should have already known about that on account of, like, you clapped your light on and off and the shadow man came and, and went with that. And I, also, I it's called a shadow man. So, <sighs> naturally... You would think... I don't know. This guy, they're just all like, what are you doing with that potato? (laughs) Whatever. Let's take a little break from that. Back with Shadow Connor, he steps out of the room and slowly makes his way towards Gabby. And his hand starts to turn black for some reason, and he grabs her shoulder, and she snaps up yelling, For some reason, because he's straight up going to murder her. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, but like, he's not in a shadow. I just, I don't know. Connor's all, I wanted to say I was sorry. I didn't mean to be rude before. Gabby says it's okay and that she's been through a lot. Connor suggests that the gang gets together to do something. Gabby's all, what? Connor slowly says, you, me, the others, tonight after sunset. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make, okay. Gabby tells him that uh, she can't and she has to study and the others are going to go to the glow dance. And she gives him a flyer for it saying it's the, the school does it every year. Black lights, you wear neon, they turn off all the lights. And Connor's all, right, turn off all the lights. <laughs> I, oh my god. <laughs> I love that. I love it. He's like, let's go into the dark and St- hang stares out. right into the camera. <laughs> and he's like, darkness, excellent. I love it. It's so stupid. We cut over to the gym where Jay and Luke are talking about how Hannah asked him out. Oh, I guess I just oh might skip something. Oh, yeah. They have to finish the project. Um, yeah. I skipped a whole paragraph. Because we check in on Connor. His arm's turning black. He, he's staring at it. Gabby knocks on his door asking if he's okay. And he's fine. He yells at Gabby. Gabby tells him okay. And he looks back at his hand, which is back to fake normal Connor hand. Outside the room, Gabby goes back to the couch to study. Back in the class, the kids are attaching wires and stuff from the potato to other things. I don't know. Hannah talks about how everything conducts electricity. Hannah grabs one metal object. Luke grabs another, and Hannah explains the circuit is open, but once they hold hands, the circuit will close, and the light will turn on. So they awkwardly hold hands, and the light and the potato turns on. (sighs) That's kind of sweet, I guess. No. The kids look at each other, and the teacher is impressed, saying, Good job, Hannah. But Luke, you barely did any of that. So give me a new project on Monday. I'm re- I'm really glad <laughs> that the teacher know. noticed that. Yeah, all right. That's that was like a that's like a fantasy from a kid that like did all the work in a school project, and then their you know buddy that did nothing got all the credit as well. That's just like a little jab at that. I think somebody has some repressed issues. Luke goes to take a seat, but Hannah's all. I have something to say. 
The teacher tries to stop her, saying that she can fight her social justice later, but Hannah tells her it's not about that. It's it's about more it's more of a question. She asks Luke, Will you be my date to the dance? And the kids all look at him and Luke stands up saying, Yeah. And then he sits down and then Hannah sits down too. What the fuck was that? It was Boo. <laughs> Why did she take that opportunity of all opportunities to ask him? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because she was high on the thrill of coming up with a project so quickly, right? I I don't know. I mean, I understand some people don't have as much of a problem as like, you know, public speaking and things like that. But yeah. why make why make a like a show of yourself when you don't have to? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. This is the part where um, we we go back to Connor and, and he apologizes to Gabby and then he talks into <laughs> the camera. So we're just going to skip that part again because I already said it. We cut over to the gym where Jay and Luke are talking about how Hannah asked him out. And Jay says he's the coolest kid in Shadow Bay, that he fights his fears and gets what he wants, saying that he wishes he was more like that. And Luke says that he thinks Jay is cool, but Jay's all, I like scary stories, but the idea of going on an adventure terrifies me. But not you. Look at what you just went through. You literally kill monsters. But Jay was there too, so like, why are you doing that to yourself? Because he's got low self-esteem. Yeah, I guess so. If we were in comic books, I'd be the sidekick who cracks jokes when they're scared. You're the guy who fights the villain, gets the girl, and becomes a hero. He is in a comic book. (laughs) I know, that's what I thought too when he said that. Luke tells him, maybe in my story, but you can be the hero in yours. Luke picks up the Night Frights comic, which apparently he just keeps around, Asking if this was the cursed comic book. Jay tells them not anymore. It's only good for fighting the Shadow Man. Luke looks at it for a moment then throws it down and walks away. Jay picks it up and looks at it before tossing it down. And we get a look at the front cover which uh, looks pretty cool. I'm going to say. Yeah. It's nice. This is where I was kind of. I think this is the part where I was like alright this episode's kind of boring. It's dragging a little bit. We zip over to Hannah getting ready for the glow dance. And she says I can feel you standing over there. What do you want Seth? And Seth says that he wants to fight another monster, and he wants them all to be cursed again, since now that the curse is broken, they don't have any reason to hang out with him anymore, and he doesn't want them to stop being friends. Oh, Hannah turns boo. over in her chair. I thought this was kind of sweet. Boo. Hannah turns over in her chair, <laughs> saying that they can still be friends. But Seth says he wants to join the Midnight Society, and that he's earned it. But Hannah tells him, no, he hasn't, but he can. And he tells them a really scary story. She says that she's giving him an audition, but he only has one shot. They can, she can impress us and you're in. Seth smiles and runs away, saying, okay. And Hannah sighs with a smile and continues doing whatever the hell she's doing. And then Seth runs back in and gives her a hug. That was really sweet. You're out of the gang, Scrappy. <laughs> no, he's not. He's in there forever. Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy, and your glow dance date. Thank you for taking a listen to our show. Whether you're new this week or a longtime fan, we always appreciate you spending some time with us. Looking to support our show and get access to some awesome bonus content, like bonus episodes, bloopers, early release episodes, and more? Visit patreon.com slash private island to become a patron today for as little as $1 a month. I'd like to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Eddie, Mia, Tristan, and Venice Witch. The Silver Goth Shane, Evelyn, Stephen, Matt, Geraldine, and Brittany. The Golden Day Days Faith, Sarah and Angela. And the Platinum Bostics, Bryce, Kathy, and Matt. Thank you so much, everyone. Our show wouldn't be the same without you. Give us a follow on Instagram at Private Island Presents and Twitter at PRVT Island. And check out all of our content. We make tons of GIFs, memes, videos, and more that really enhance our show. For a quick link to all of our socials, the YouTube page, the merch store, and more, check out the links in our episode description. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for his work on the music for our show, aside from this theme, Dating Start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. That's all for this week. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye, you guys. Over with Gabby, Shadow Luke is helping her study for some reason. She talks about force or whatever for a moment. And then Shadow Connor flips her book closed, saying that they should go to the dance. She objects, but Connor tells her, think about how much fun it'll be. All of them together, in the dark. It's just one night. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, It's just one night. When's the last time you had any fun?
Gabby tries telling him that this is important to her, but Connor yells, So what? You take the next test! And Gabby gets understandably pissed and stands up, grabs her shit, and says, Don't raise your voice to me like that, ever! And she leaves the house. I love that she doesn't take any shit. Yeah, me too. I was like, because when he screamed at her, I was like, Gabby, come on, don't take that shit. And then she didn't take that shit. Yeah. I was like, you go, girl. That was awesome. That's the most action we've had in this episode, really. <laughs> <laughs> we pan over to the dock and see Gabby sitting on a bench reading her book. We hear Connor yelling for Gabby, so she runs over and into a dark building. She calls out, Connor, are you here? And she steps into the light and a chair from behind her pushes over on its own. Gabby looks over at a shadow that turns around and it looks like the shadow man. So Gabby runs away and into the chair, whatever, uh, that fell. And she lands on her face and he gets up or she gets up and Connor is right there and scares her. He asks if she's okay. And Gabby yells that she just saw the shadow man. Connor's all, I know, I saw him too. And Gabby yells, what? And we, we broke the curse. And it's still light outside. He can't get us. This makes no sense. Connor tells her they gotta warn the others, and we cut over to the gym, where Jay and Luke turn off the lights. The music kicks in, and everything glows, and Luke congratulates them on getting this shit cranked up to 11. We warp to the Magic Mansion, where Seth There's is there. There's no goddamn way that he did those decorations in that time. No, it, no. <laughs> Not even a little bit. But hey, they cranked it to 11, so what are you gonna do, right? He'd get one twinkle star up in that time. Yeah. We warp to the Magic Mansion, where Seth is there alone i mean he's with sardo but they said in the first episode that he couldn't go there without like hannah or whatever but anyway he's asking sardo to read his scary story saying it's about a magician who pulls a vampire rabbit out of his hat there's some kind of weird music playing and seth hears it asking if sardo's on hold sardo tells him that this music is la danse macabre and d minor and is a masterpiece seth complains it has no words so sardo tells him that music doesn't need words and to listen for himself it says Dance Macabre means the dance of death, and every year Death walks the earth at night to play his fiddle for skeletons, tricking them into a dance. He tells Seth to listen to the violins and the percussion, and then tells him it reminds us that there's no escape for the dance of death. Seth casually sees the Book of Shadows and asks if Luke told him how he used the book to save Connor. Sardo's all, What? I feel like that whole like dance macabre thing was just kind of forced into the episode for some reason. Because they're at a dance, get it? I do, I get it. We cut back over to the school where Gabby and fake Connor are walking through the hallway. Gabby's about to enter the gym, but Connor stops her saying, first they need more lights. He walks over to the janitor's closet and opens it up and they walk inside. And I'm just like, what the fuck? He is pushed, like, let's go into this dark closet. Like, dude, <laughs> calm down yeah, a little bit. He is all kinds of creepy. Gabby starts searching for stuff in a box with her light, and Connor tries another box, but he says he can't see and asks for her phone. So she gives it to him, saying that there's nothing over here. She goes to leave, but Connor stops her, saying, oh, go check the dark corner. Maybe there's something over there to fight the Shadow Man. <laughs> like that yo-yo thing you used as a warning star. Gabby turns on a flashlight and kind of thinks about that for a second before saying, I never told you about that. Connor's all, uh, yeah, oh, Luke told me. Gabby don't believe that shit for a second. She takes a moment to say, you know what we haven't tried? Cutting off the Shadow Man's head. You know, like in that zombie movie you love so much. What's the name? Night of the Living Dead? Did they cut any zombies' heads off in that movie? I guess maybe one, right? Uh, which one? The, like, first zombie corpse that they find in the in the barn house, right? I don't recall. I don't remember either. I don't I think of that as a head chopping off movie. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think any heads get chopped off. Connor tells her, yeah, I love that one. Then Gabby looks at him and says, Connor hates that movie. <laughs> Connor hates movies with zombies in them. He likes werewolves. Like You can, like you can only like one thing. <laughs> Connor turns around and his eyes are black and he tells Gabby, I really wish you wouldn't have done that. Gabby, Gabby's got a tear in her eye and she asks where Connor is. And the Shadow Man tells her, Connor is mine now. And Gabby yells for him to stay away, and he backs up out of the room saying that he'll be back at sunset and not to ruin the surprise. So Gabby runs to the door, but he's locked it somehow, and he throws her phone away in the trash because he still has it. And she's banging what on the jerk. door a bunch, and we see Connor slow-mo walk through the hallways. Yeah, he I is like a jerk. she was like, stay away, and he was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, I thought he was going to take her, but he doesn't. He's just like, no, he doesn't. 
I gotta. He how can't. does he lock that closet door though, Brandon? He doesn't have the key. Um, I don't know. I don't know how he does it. It shows the the doorknob and it has a keyhole in it. I don't get it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. In the gym, Jay's got on some light up sunglasses and he's saying he thinks he found his calling with dance decorations. And he asks for Luke's attention, but he's busy watching Hannah slow motion walk up to him. And he says hi, but Jay breaks in between them saying they make a, a great tricycle. Then he calls out, what is that? And Luke asks, what? And Jay says he sees Tony with some other guy and that she told him that tonight was her grandma's funeral. So he goes over and he leaves Luke and Hannah alone. And Luke Luke says she looks, yeah. <laughs> she laughs and says thanks. Saying that Did he she looks, even yeah, change? Too. It looked to me like she was wearing the exact same thing that she wore to school that day. I don't know, Brandon. I was not paying that much attention. Okay. All right. I'll give this one to her. She looks. Yeah. Y- yep. That's. Yep. Thankfully, we cut back over to the Magic Mansion where Seth tells Sardo that Luke used the spell. The Shadow Man went away and Connor came back. The end. Sardo tells them that that shit's. Fucking snitch. <laughs> Sardo tells them all that shit's impossible and asks Seth to tell him exactly which spell Luke used from the book. Seth tells him that he doesn't remember, but he thinks it rhymed, and Sardo screams that they all rhyme. So Seth thinks for a moment, saying uh, something about hollowed light. Sardo grabs the book and thumbs through it, and points at it, and then asks if that's the spell that he used. Seth tells him yes, and Sardo screams, Do you have any idea what you've done? Seth thinks they might they made a light to protect them from the Shadow Man, and Sardo tells him, No, you cast a spell that protects the Shadow Man and the light. Womp womp. Pretty much. Back at the Shadow Dance, Connor enters and looks at... Luke and Hannah. He smiles a little, and we pop back to Sardo where he scrambles to get some shit together, and he's telling Seth that they gotta go get his friends because they're in danger. Seth doesn't get it, and Sardo explains the Connor with your friend is actually the Shadow Man in disguise. Seth asks if he's the Shadow Man, then why hasn't he taken us? Sardo tells him that the Shadow Man can only take you when the sun sets, and that he's waiting for that, so let's go. With Gabby, she's banging a bunch on the door. She looks around the room. She sees some extension cords, and she says, Force. Because she studied about that, like, an hour ago. Right. Luckily. Um, how does Sardo know all of this? That, oh, that's not the Connor you know and love. That's a Shadow Man. How do you know? Like, plot convenience. I get it, but... Because he knows that book inside and out. He's read that shit. He doesn't get a lot of customers. He has time. You're right. Back at the dance, Luke and Hannah are telling each other secrets. <laughs> like Luke saw, Luke like Luke's likes. I saw the sign, and and Hannah likes to play with Seth's magic tricks. Then she asks what Luke's biggest fear is, which is not being brave. He asks her what her biggest dream is, and she says, "I want to make a difference in this world." Luke thinks that's pretty cool, and then Hannah is, and that Hannah is pretty cool. Yeah, they're questioning each other as if this is a blind date, and they're trying to get to know yes. each other. And not two people who've apparently been in love with each other forever and have been friends and in the same club for a long time. Yeah, no, exactly. You hit the nail on the head right there. It's kind of off-putting, really. The music changes to another song and Luke asks if she wants to dance the slow song. Then they dance. Jay watches on and Connor walks up to him saying, Jay, I thought I'd come join the party. Jay asks if Gabby's here and Connor tells him no, she, she went home to study. With Gabby, she's not at home studying. She's <laughs> she set up an extension cord to assist her battering ram to have more force. Like, I don't even know what she uses. It's like a toolbox that's uh, it's on like a pendulum using the extension cord. Um, she whips it towards the door, right? Because it's going to bust open this door somehow. And we cut to Sardo harassing a girl with a clipboard and a ghastly grinner t-shirt on. He's saying that they need to get in there, but she tells him that Seth is too young and that Sardo's too old. Seth tries bribing her with one dollar, but she takes that dollar and tells them, but no, she tells them, go away. <laughs> they back up and Seth says that Seth he'll think of another crushed. way in. It's he pretty lost great. his dollar. <laughs> but Sardo points up at the sky saying that they're running out of time. Once the sun sets, he'll be able to transform back into the Shadow Man. It seems like being a person is actually limiting for the Shadow Man. Yes. There's really nothing that he's doing that is necessary in any way that uh, helps him in any way. I mean, I guess he trapped Gabby in a closet for a minute, right? (laughs) I guess guess he got to trap a girl in a closet temporarily. But, I mean, he's like at a disadvantage. He gets to walk around and experience 
being creepy in the day. Yeah. I guess. But he still has to wait until night to do anything. Yeah, he there's and he no can't teleport here. around. So <laughs> Yeah. It's worse being it's, a people. If Are You Afraid of the Dark has taught you anything, it's that being a people is lame and being a ghost is where it's at. Yeah. At the dance, Luke and Hannah are dancing. Connor tells Jay that he's got to get in on that action, but Jay tells him, nah, he doesn't even have a date anyway. Connor brushes his comic away, and we see in the comic, Jay is standing next to the Shadow Man. Jay sees the comic, and Shadow Connor takes notice, and then we cut to commercial. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, me too. I that was it. a cool way for him to learn. It, I love the comic book. Like The art in it is really good and everything, but... What makes the comic book magic? Is that the Shadow Man doing it? That's not a question I'm equipped to answer. It's okay. Ultimately, it doesn't matter, and it's cool, but, like, why, though? If the Shadow Man is portraying If the Shadow Man was doing thing, it, like, he shouldn't, because it gives the yeah. kids a real big advantage. Exactly. And that's the part I don't really get about the comic book. And I hope it gets answered, but it probably won't. I mean, that's fine. It's okay. Back in the episode, Jay tells them that he's got to use the little boy's room, but kind of grabs him and slams him on the table, saying that he's going to miss all the fun. What? <laughs> I just thought of when you said, Mr. Sardo, oh, I'm sour. <laughs> oh, that comes back up a little bit. Yeah, that's why I started laughing. <laughs> all right, sorry. It's okay. <clears throat> he lifts him up, and we cut over to Seth and Sardo running down the hallway, wondering if it's sunset yet. Connor's starting to turn shadow with Jay lifted up in his hand. Gabby runs into the room and Luke and Hannah are dancing together. Gabby sees what's going on, yells no, and runs over to turn on a giant stage light right on Luke, Hannah, Connor, and Jay. Connor poofs to shadows and it interrupts Luke and Hannah's smooch. Oh no. I know. Seth gets up on stage telling everybody to stop the music and asks the group how they're doing tonight. All the kids cheer and he just kind of starts talking. There's a lot of talking in the scene. Luke sees Gabby asking why she's here, and Gabby runs up to Jay asking if he's okay. They're interrupted by Schaffner asking who this kid on stage is. Seth introduces Sardo, and Schaffner's all, Sardo, why? (laughs) (laughs) And Sardo appears in a poof of smoke. Sardo says thanks, and he's on stage for the surprise entertainment. Schaffner is into this shit, as is everybody else, apparently. Sardo first up calls for some volunteers and points to Jay, Gabby, Hannah, and Luke. And they all walk on stage and everybody claps. There's a lot more talking that Sardo does, but I just did not write any of it down because it doesn't matter. Luke asks what he's doing and Sardo tells him that he's helping them. And the kids all sit in their chairs because there's chairs on the stage. And Sardo asks Luke to give him, give him his name, which is Luke. And Sardo asks Luke if he's ever performed magic and he tells him no. Sardo's all, really... You never waved a magic wand or nothing? And then Sardo asks if he's ever cast a dark spell. Mm-hmm. And Shadow Connor like, does not like fucking that. Fucking busted. I know. <laughs> what a weird way to shame him in front of all of his peers, but whatever. Are you sure you never lied to your local magic <laughs> shop operator? <laughs> Luke doesn't say anything to that. And Sardo tells the audience that casting spells can be easy. But uncasting spells can be tricky. Sometimes it could be a real curse. I get it. like, boo. (laughs) Gabby whispers to Hannah that Connor is the Shadow Man. Sardo kind of hints at people being imposters in disguise, but says, anyway, let's begin. Seth, get the sheets. Seth does that, and while he's over by the gang, he whispers that it's not Connor, but the Shadow Man. Sardo throws the sheets over the kids, Seth included, then tells the audience that they're about to see an illusion. And he asks everybody to count to three, and he starts throwing the sheets off, but there's just chairs and no kids. And Connor makes his way to the stage. He grabs Sardo by the throat, asking, where are they? And Sardo's all, hello, Shadow Man. I liked that. Yeah, me too. Like, Sardo's great. They're old foes meeting. Yeah, but but why? they're not. No. I have, uh, remind me, I have a complaint um, that I want to get to after we're done with this episode. All right. We cut over to the hallway where Jay needs some explaining, um, but Gabby tells him that not now, it's not the time. Luke says that they need to go back for Connor, <laughs> which was really stupid of him, and Gabby turns around telling him to shut up. The thing that they brought back was not Connor. Seth tells him that they cast a spell that, th- that didn't protect them, it only made the Shadow Man stronger. 
In the background, we see Connor walking up the hallway, and the kids turn to see him. Shadow Connor asks, what's the matter, Luke? And starts walking towards them menacingly. And the kids run away and into the classroom. They turn the lights on. Seth explains after sundown he'll turn back into the Shadow Man, and the lights will hurt him again. Luke's all, phew, then we're good. And the lights flick off, and he's all, aw, oh, shit, not good. And the Shadow Man starts banging on the door. Luke looks around, saying, Hannah, you're late. The potato light. And they use the power of love and potatoes to turn the light off. <laughs> yeah. Do- doesn't anyone else have their phone? Like, I know Gabby's got nope. banned. Nah, everybody else? Nope. Nuh-uh. Yeah, just the teenagers, you know, without phones. All right. Luke tells Jay to look into his Night Frights comic book, saying to see if it shows them how to get out of here. So he opens it up and looks at it as the Shadow Man bangs on the door some more. They ask what it says, and he tells them, uh, we gotta go through the window? Gabby opens up the window and they start leaving out of it. Gabby and Seth first, followed by Hannah. Luke and Jay are keeping the light on, and Luke tells him to go. But Jay says, no, I'll keep the light on. My arms are longer. So Luke leaves uh, out the window, and Jay runs to the window, but doesn't leave. Seth complains about not outrunning the monster, and he tells him that you don't have to outrun the monster. You just have to outrun me. And he closes the window as the kids scream for him not to. Gabby says they gotta run, so they do, as Luke looks at Jay one last time. Jay turns around and he grabs his Night Frights comic book. He sits down and starts reading it as the door breaks open and the Shadow Man walks inside. Jay tells him, you know what? You're not that scary. Then the Shadow Man grabs him and he poofs away in a silhouette. And that's the end of the episode. I loved that scene, though. The music and stuff, super good. Yeah, that part reminded me of Billy in the movie Predator. Mm -hmm. You remember him? He stays back and valiantly sacrifices himself. Yeah. To challenge the predator and it's badass and this also badass it was good i liked it a lot i kind of seen it coming but like it was still really good i don't understand why <laughs> why he did it like what is that it buys him a, a second or two maybe that's what i'm saying man like it didn't do anything in the long run because the shadow man walked in poofed him away and now he can chase after the kids freely <laughs> yeah also the shadow man can teleport yes exactly now that it's darkness. He's all powerful. He shed that pathetic, weak Connor body. <laughs> and he's back to poofing anywhere he wants. He's back and he's better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, like the second half of this episode is pretty good. Um, I do have a complaint, though. Oh? They say it in the episode that people are starting to talk about Connor not being there. Connor appears in the dance and nobody says oh my god connor you're alive nobody nobody cares about him and that was weird so can the kids see connor yeah okay sure but like come on he's in a fucking leather jacket like nobody else is can the kids can other kids see him or is it just because the main group is cursed that they can see him you know maybe that's it Hmm. i wonder because he is a shadow no one else in a interacts with him and we don't see him in class yeah i just don't i don't get it so when nobody was like connor what the hell you're alive dude i was like uh all right whatever maybe maybe you can only see him if you're cursed just like you can only see the shadow man if you're cursed because he is the shadow man he is maybe that's what it is i don't know so I just thought even weird. more so that the shadow man connor disguise is pointless yeah but um I don't know. I mean, that's that's pretty much the episode. I, I'm, I'm excited for more. Uh, that's as the episode. Always, I guess. Yeah. Uh, positives from this episode. Sardo. Really awesome. He did. He went like above and beyond this episode, I think. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, negatives. Luke and Hannah. Yeah. Just yeah. stop it with that. I'm still not buying it. But here's here's the thing about this. Yeah. Is that I don't know how they could have done it or how long they could have kept it up but i think it would have been really effective to not have that whole you know plot twist at the end of last episode where you knew that that wasn't connor and if we the audience thought it was connor as well and we figured it out with the characters that would have been really hard to do because it's very blatantly obvious not connor you know hey but again for the kids watching this i think that that would have been cool it would have been. I think you're right. But that's okay. Um, Gosh, do you think this episode has a moral of the story? Um, 
I think one of the biggest things is if you're a teacher, don't expect one kid to put on an entire school dance. That's a lot of pressure for one kid. Yeah. And it's very unrealistic. In a few hours. (laughs) Yeah. Just put on an entire dance. Set up the lights. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, we're going to let the school know you're the wrong, you're the reason that the dance is gone. The principal's going to be like, who was in charge of all this? And it's going to be like this one kid who had detention one day (laughs) (laughs) was in charge of everything. I think another one is like buy local, you know, support your local magic shop. Or don't. Or don't. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got, though, man. I don't know. Yeah, there's not much. (laughs) This episode's going to be our shortest episode ever, I think. Which is funny because it's one of the longer episodes. Yeah. I guess Stephen King Goblin gets to stay. (laughs) (laughs) This episode would be half an hour without that. Yeah, I'm. You know, I have. I got to apologize, Brandon. I um. I should have said this in the beginning, but you know, I have. I have a very busy day today, so that's why this episode is a little bit shorter than it could be. And I don't think it retracted from anything. No, we said everything we needed to say. Yeah. You want to know what the next episode's going to be? Yeah. What's it called? All right, episode five of six of The Curse of the Shadows is called The Tale of the Midnight Magic. Hmm. What do you think this one's going to be about? What, what do you think is going to happen next? Midnight Magic. Um, well, let's see. I think their next step is to, let's see, if they need to break the curse, if that mm-hmm. book of shadows is no good and nothing good will come of it, then they need to find something that has good spells or ways to break them. Yeah. Is that a different book or is that a different ritual? Right. I'm going to let you finish, but I'm going to tell you why you're wrong in a minute. Okay. Uh well, I'm wasting my time now. Uh they uh, find know, Bigfoot and Okay. <laughs> the Loch Ness monster, the, the Shadow Bay monster. Yeah. Um okay, Brandon. So, I I know what you're going for, but I think that it's just going to be that key. I think that they got to get that key, and they got to turn the lighthouse on, and that's how it's going to stop the curse. Oh, that's so boring, though. I know, but, like, they already set it up, so that has to be what it is, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, some of them will die, some of them will fall, but well, here's as the- long as one <laughs> survives. Alright, so, in this episode, I don't know if they're going to be fighting the Shadow Man more, or if this is going to be, like, them consulting with Sardo more, but by the end of this episode... At least two more kids are going to get taken, if not all of them, but Luke. Yeah, I kind of thought Gabby was for sure going to get taken, and then it was going to be like, all right, now we got two kids took, and then maybe we'd get like Gabby and Connor working together to kind of try to help make things easier for the others on the outside, or maybe they figure some things out. I don't know, but that's what I thought was going to happen, and then it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, same here. I feel like we're going to get some Jay and Connor shenanigans in there. Uh, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, if we go up this dilapidated staircase, we can look out there and see what, 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 what you know. Mm-hmm. They can yell and distract the Shadow Man and he'll be like, what, what's that? And then they punch him in the face. Yeah. Curse broken. <laughs> yeah, but like, I think that it's going to end up being that key. I think they're going to need to get the key and they're going yeah, to need to turn It's going to be 20 minutes of thing. Oh, I think I found it. Oh, no, wait, that's a stick. The key is going to be, like, in where it was when Charlie Murphy threw it. It's going to be attached to a little twig that hasn't moved for, like, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> and Luke's going to have to get it because he's going to be the last kid left. And um, I think that the, the, well, I guess we already seen how the curse was made, so never mind about that. I was going to say, oh, the curse came about because Charlie Murphy wanted to protect all the other kids from falling off the edge. But, like, no, it's it's just him being a jerk. So, yeah. Eh. God, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry this one's so short. That's part four. I think I skipped a lot in my notes. Like, I will say these notes are easier to skip around in because there's, like, five characters talking at each other. And I don't want to be like, and then Seth said this, but, oh, he was quickly quipped by Luke saying blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. The, so. the script is very talky and the dialogue is very, like, quippy. So, yeah, it's very it makes it really easy to figure out what the point is. And, you know, if there's like a joke in the middle of it to cut over to, you know, just cut that line out and I don't have to write it. 
And I don't think it detracts from anything. And uh, it doesn't make my notes any longer than what it was when I was doing like the regular weekly episodes. But you know what, Brandon? That's all I got for this episode. I'm looking forward to Midnight Magic. I think it's going to be good. Um, God, we're almost done, though, dude. We only got two more episodes. We really are. Two more episodes left, and we're out of the woods. Done being Unless they announce a new season, produce it, and release it in the next couple of weeks. That's it. Yes. For now. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm done, Brandon. I have been up all night. I'm going back to sleep. Even though I got a huge, long, super busy day today. So I am out of here. Perfect time to go to sleep. Dude, I got, I got to go open up a pool and then I have to run back home, shave and shower, and I have a wedding today. Oh, Lord. I know. When you said you had a busy day, like, ugh. No, it's a very busy day. So I got to get going. I will talk to you next week, Brandon. Uh, Bye, everybody. Bye. See you later.